Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. There's there's something about owning it and taking responsibility. So when that I broke my tailbone 10 years ago, and I would always say, I broke my tailbone and that's why I'm overweight. I did this and that is why I messed up in school. I did this or I wasn't given that opportunity. But a funny thing happened when I stopped blaming my tailbone mm. and me injuring my tailbone and I owned it and I took responsibility. I was able to put my nose to the grindstone. I did some incredible things I accomplished and, and graduated college. Uh, for a lot of people, that's not a huge deal, but I definitely struggled, but because it's because I put the blame on something else. Right. When I owned it, when I took responsibility and I put my nose to the grindstone and I had that motivation, the outside motivation, the, the, you know, my wife, some good friends, my kids, and I owned it and I took responsibility. I was able to complete college. I was able to, in the last six months, I've lost 70 pounds. Nice. Talk to us a little bit of why, from your perspective, it is so important for people to own where they're at. The take responsibility for what they have or have not accomplished sure so in in kind of simplest terms if you've got say somebody in a in a not so great spot in their life what's going to change that taking responsibility for it or making excuses and blaming for why you're there right well sure i'm here in this crappy spot but it's not my fault and this thing happened and i broke my tailbone right like this is and it's it's normal it's common stuff but that's not going to change anything the only way it changes is if you're going to take responsibility and make it change no matter what so that's kind of the short of that and if you understand that it's up to you again hopefully you're going to make good decisions for yourself because your decision to you know it's like do i get punched in the face do i not get punched in the face i hope you choose not to get punched in the face just (laughs) make that decision all day um for me this this really came on my radar and really just became the kind of the, the number one core value of my life the guiding principle of my life because um my i lost my mom to uh mental illness my mom was bipolar um, had severe bipolar disorder and ended up taking her own life. And I was really struggling to find out, not just thinking about the mental illness part of it, but, but just observing her kind of in that, that kind of late stage of her life where she was so, uh, down, so depressed so much of the time. And I was just paying attention to kind of the, the characteristics that, that she kind of portrayed. Um, and I, this is actually when Live Your 10 happened was right after mom passed. And I recognized that I was in a low spot. Mom was in the lowest spot. Um, you know, kind of who do I want to be and what kind of life do I want to live? This is a choice on this scale from one to 10. You've got to make a choice. I think we don't realize that it is a choice. So we just kind of go through life kind of coasting by default. But recognizing that it's a choice, if it's a choice, what number do I want to choose? I want to choose 10. Well, if I'm going to choose 10, nobody's going to hand me that. Nobody's going to give it to me. Um, my dad, who was also my hero, my rock, my role model for the first half of my life, um, started drinking, got into some 
some bad habits that really kind of sent him down a, a different road. And I realized I had all the excuses in the world for why my life wasn't going to work out the way I wanted it to. Um, I could have easily lived my five, not my 10. I, you know, nobody would have blamed me. And I realized that, that nobody would have blamed me. People would have said, we get it. We understand like you had some tough things happen. And I could hear myself saying that like nobody would blame you. They'd understand. And then thinking, so what? Like, who cares? So what if they would say like, it's okay. That doesn't help me live my 10. That doesn't help me be happier or more successful or more fulfilled or anything in my life. It's not going to help me realize my potential. It's not going to help me find purpose. It's not going to help me be kind of dad or husband I want to do. It's going to, or be, it's just going to hold me back. And so what I noticed, the more I studied people, the more I started just studying the way people acted and the way they made their decisions. The very first thing that I noticed was that the happier people that I knew took more responsibility for their life. And the people that I knew that were less happy were more likely to blame and make excuses and, and be victims. And so I noticed this and I just saw that this is such an obvious correlation to me later on in life. I realized there's you know, plenty of research about this now. Um, and so again, let's think about it on a scale from one to 10. Well, if I want to be my happiest, then I should take all the responsibility, shouldn't I? I shouldn't have much room for being a victim. And so that just became one of those non-negotiables. Um, and that's why I think it's so important because if you want to be happier, take responsibility for it. If you don't, that's cool. Just don't blame anybody. Don't make excuses for why you're not. Own that too. Um, and I think when we come from that, that I want to be happier, I want to be filled, I want whatever it is that I want in life, you have to own it or it's not going to happen. So where, where do you get the inspiration and motivation when you don't feel like pushing through to that 10? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like like half the time exactly um, I mean, we're all gonna feel that way so. absolutely yeah yeah so so living your 10 is not this like consistent you know state of bliss or anything like that right it's again you're evaluating your 10 at the end i think and along the way it's kind of working towards it consistently working towards it 10 is not perfect 10 is just 10 um there is no perfect so there are plenty of times where you just want to give up. Like being an entrepreneur, I think any entrepreneur can relate that there are just so many times in your day, in your month, in your week, or in your year, whatever, that, that you just want to quit. You're just like, oh, like I can't handle the ups and downs. I can't handle the uncertainty. I can't handle getting something started. Um, there's just too much weight and you just want to stop. And the thing that keeps you going, the thing that keeps me going is knowing that my 10 is non-negotiable. I made a promise to myself. I can break that promise if I want, but I know, I know I'm going to regret that. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt I'm going to regret that. And that really guides so many of my decisions. So that doesn't mean that you can't have your down days or be in a funk for a week or, you know, or you, whatever, like it's going to happen. Tough things are going to happen in life. You're going to, you know, get, you might get sick. You might lose somebody that you love. I mean, like things are going to happen, but it's, it's not about, not being down. It's just about not staying down. And, you know, having those down times be less down than they would and spending much more time in, in kind of that, that kind of higher place. Um, and, and when you can do that and just, you know, kind of keep pushing through knowing that you're going to have your down days, knowing that there's always something to learn from them, right? There's always an opportunity to come out on the other side and be better and stronger for it. And I think about that every time I'm in a down moment. What can I learn here? How am I going to be better? Knowing I will be better because it's happened a million times. 
every single time, if you let yourself be better, you're going to come out better. So um, really taking them the opportunities, being grateful actually for the downtimes too, which I know is something that people maybe think is kind of a weird thing to say, but it's true. Like when I'm in a down moment, I'm grateful for it because mm-hmm. I know what it's, I know it's going to lead to something better. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I come out on the other side, I get to look back and I say, and I, you know, I was right. It did lead to something better. It did lead to an insight or more confidence or something that I learned about myself. So, you know, putting all of these things together, just recognizing that life is going to be about ebbs and flows. There's no avoiding it. But when you kind of take that step back and you look at the big picture of it, you can see that you're on a very much an upward trajectory. When you zoom in on those low spots, it might look like your whole life is a a low spot. So I was playing the long game, big picture approach and knowing, again, it's just a part of life, but I'm committed to my 10. I'm going to get knocked off course. I'm going to get back on and keep going. Absolutely love that. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they have or they start their day and they have something bad happens. The kids wake them up or something like that. Something doesn't go as planned. And so what do you naturally do is, oh man, the day started bad. It's going to completely go bad. And when you put those identifiers on, the day yourself and stuff like that, I think that that's when a lot of people start falling short. You know, I am, you know, fill in the blank. You know, if somebody's, you know, dieting and exercising, they miss a day or they have a birthday party that they go to. It's so easy to sit here and say, hey, you know what? I fell and I'm a failure. And you start identifying yourself as that shortcomer, that struggler, that failure. Sure. And when you do that, it's so difficult to then shift that mindset to say, hey, I want to start taking small steps to going and accomplishing my goals so that I can go, I can be productive, I can, you know, win at whatever it is that, you know, you're shooting for and whatever you're going for. So as we're, we're switching gears a little bit here and uh, starting to wrap up, uh, tell us the story of how you decided to become an entrepreneur and how you chose your niche. You have a very fascinating niche. You're very, you know, the, the personal greatness project. Uh, you're all about helping people become their 10. I absolutely love that. Where did that come from? Uh, so, I mean, a big part of that just comes from this feeling I had my entire life from the time I was a little kid and that this ongoing, almost internal dialogue of, I feel like I've got all this untapped potential. I feel like I'm meant for more. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to tap into that potential. I don't know where to start. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what questions to ask, right? It's, it's that whole thing, but you know that there's this version of yourself that you want to be. Like you can feel that version. You know it's in you. This is the version of me I want to be. I want to be a leader. I want to inspire people. I want to be inspired. I want to matter. I want to be a part of something that matters. Um, like all, all of these things, right? This I want to make a difference in the world or in life somehow. But here's all these things that I know about myself, um, but I don't know how to get from here to there. And nobody ever taught me how. You don't learn these things in school, right? In school, you learn how to be mediocre. You learn how to be just like everybody else. <clears throat> and that's the mediocrity trap. You just, you're not choosing it. It's all you've ever known. Um, and so recognizing how powerful that was in me and how much of a driver that was for me to, to ask different questions, to think differently, to try to figure things out in a very different way. Um, I just got to a point where I said, I can't be the only one, can I? And I will say that I really thought I was the only one. I never talked about it. I just thought people wouldn't understand me. Uh, And so I didn't talk about it. I didn't want to seem 
silly. I didn't want people laughing at me for saying like, I've got all this untapped potential and we're, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to make a difference in the world and live a life that matters. And it's like, yeah, dude, whatever. Um, so I, I know that was my, my concern, but the first time I remember having this conversation with somebody where I said, I'm just going to tell you this and <laughs> you know, you react however you react and I'm fully expecting them to, or at least half expecting them to kind of roll their eyes and look the other way. Um, they looked at me and just said like, holy crap, that is exactly me. Yeah. That is exactly the way I think and exactly the way I feel. And I said, do you ever talk about that? And they're like, no, never. Um, and then th that just started happening over and over and over again. And what I recognized uh, over a little bit of time was that all of uh, my favorite clients, all of the, uh, my favorite people I've done workshops with, um, I noticed this common theme between all of them once I started, I actually went through an interview process where I went back through some old clients and interviewed them and um, you know, old people that I've done workshops with and things like that uh, and just interviewing them and finding out what's in, what they have in common because on the surface, they really didn't have much in common. I, you're talking about business leaders and students and teachers and athletes and it's like people from all over the place, um, team coaches, but what they all had in common was that same internal dialogue. Yeah right? This is who I want to be. And it's really non-negotiable for me. Why wouldn't I want to be the best version of myself? That just doesn't make sense to do it any other way. And I'm with them because that's me. And so the mental gym, when the mental, sorry, when the mental gym began, it really was about, okay, this isn't about 40 year old dads or 35 year old single women, or it wasn't about that. It wasn't about doctors or lawyers. It was about helping good people be great. And this is where good people come to be great together. This is where we exercise together. This is where we train together because we think this way because we all want to be our best and we have different specific motivations in our lives, right? If you're a parent, you're going to be driven by being a great parent. If you're not a parent, it's not on your radar as much. You know, if you're a, an entrepreneur, you're going to have different goals from somebody who's not an entrepreneur. And this is all you know, the, we all come together in the gym, though, because we're all driven by that same one thing about being our best, because we want to matter. We want to make a difference in the world. Um, we recognize that by training together, we're making the world better by being better ourselves. And that's huge for us. Um, that's huge for me. Um, I'm grateful that I get to inspire that in other people and help them realize that for themselves. So that's how I chose it. It's It's not... The truth is one of the hardest things for me was trying to choose a niche um, because it always, it was always forced. Mm -hmm. Everyone's always telling you, you got to pick your niche. You got to pick your niche. And it's like, I, I hear you, but it's, I'm forcing this. I'm picking something that sounds good to me that I think I want to do or think I want to focus on. But I think when you just listen to your heart, um, a mentor of mine had told me your mess is your message. And to me, that was your pain is your purpose. Um, I think when you can really be honest with yourself, look deep, ask yourself those hard questions and answer them honestly. You know why you're here. You know what you're here to do. You know why you were born, right? And when you follow that calling, when you, when you listen to that, you're going to do something great too. Those are some great ways to kind of just figure out what you want to do. Um, I, I love that. Um, it kind of goes into our next question. Um, there's somebody listening right now who wants to start a business, but isn't really sure what they want to do. Um, what are some steps that they should be taking to build that successful business? 
I would first start by asking yourself why mm-hmm. you want to do this. Like, why do you want to go to work for yourself? Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It is really not easy. Um, especially when you're getting going. It's, you know, like right now, for example, the mental gym is pretty new. Mm-hmm. And it's like in many ways starting a whole new venture, right? And it is starting a whole new venture. Um, that's not an easy thing to do, but I do it because it means so much to me because I'm trying to make the world better for my boys. And I believe that this is the way to do it. That's why I do it. So you've got to get clear on why it matters so much for you. Um, because when things get hard, you're going to need that why to pull you through. When you want to quit, you're going to need that why to pull you through. When things aren't working out the way you thought they would, you're going to need that why to pull you through. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying these things are inevitable. They happen with every entrepreneur. So get very clear on your why. Well before your what. Get clear on why everything and then who you need to be to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. I would also say... um, I've just seen too many people chase money for the sake of money. I was one of them. When I was in the restaurant and bar business, I just thought I'm just going to make as much money as I can and then I'm going to be happy. And I didn't understand why when I was making some really good money, I wasn't any happier than I was before I was making the money. And it was really confusing for me because uh, growing up as, you know, like I'm kind of a middle-class suburban ambitious kid. I just thought I was going to be this like rich businessman and, um, cause that's what we learn, right? That's what we learn success means and, and all that stuff. So if you're building your business just to chase money and you care about living your 10, I'm going to tell you that it's not going to happen that way. Now, if you want to make a ton of money by doing good and, and helping people, then again, by all means, please go make a billion dollars. And if I can help you, I would love to help you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to ask yourself why you got to know which, why, why it's so important to you. You got to understand that what you're doing might not and will not be accepted by everybody, that not everybody in your life is going to say, that's such a great idea. You should do it. Go for it. You're going to have a lot of people telling you why you shouldn't do it. That's normal. And sometimes that's a good sign. So long as you're not like blind to to what's going on around you. (laughs) But when, when I have people telling me that something's not going to work or doesn't make sense to me, oftentimes that's a good sign because it just means that you're doing something that's not something that all the five people are going to resonate with. And that's, you know, don't let your life by dictate, uh, don't let your life be dictated by the fives. Mm. So once, you know, once you kind of get those pieces in order, and this is all about mindset, um, I think you're going to be in a really good spot to get going, to start going. Um, don't do it alone. You know, and that doesn't mean that you need to have like partners or, you know, equity partners or that kind of thing, but it can, being an entrepreneur, especially being a solopreneur, it can be a really lonely journey. Um, make sure you've got other people around you who you can talk to about things, bounce ideas off of, colleagues. Um, I've got a very good friend of mine, a colleague, and we have a weekly call where we just, sometimes we just talk shop. Sometimes we share you know, what someone's having a tough time with and we just talk it through with each other. But having that one person there every week to just like in your corner is your cheerleader believes in you and either either holds you accountable or just supports you, whatever it is, that's huge. I highly recommend something like that. Um, And keep it simple. Please keep it simple. (laughs) 
<laughs> there are so many things you can be incorporating and there's so many, so many reasons to think you're not doing it right because there's so much noise out there and everybody telling you you should be doing this and use this resource and da, 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 just, just keep it simple. Keep it simple and just focus on a handful of things and do them right. Oh yeah. It definitely can get overwhelming sure. <laughs> very <is> quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, especially again, because I find that there's, there's so many resources available to you now, which is amazing. You can find a solution to any problem that you're having, which is really a great thing. It's easier now to be an entrepreneur than ever. But on the flip side of that, it makes it, re it's really easy to kind of say, holy crap, I'm not doing this right because yeah. I'm not doing all of these things right. Mm -hmm. um, and get in your own head and doubt yourself. And I've found that whenever I did that, my progress really slowed down. And when I was able to just say, nope, I'm blocking it all out, staying in my lane, this is what I'm doing. Um, that's when, that's when good things happen. It sounds a lot like shiny object syndrome where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you got a whole bunch of different people saying, Hey, like you should be publishing, right? You should be doing a podcast. You should be doing Facebook lives, LinkedIn lives. Uh, you should be doing, you know, having your own, you know, YouTube channel and video, audio and Instagram. Uh, yeah. Tons of things. Tons. <laughs> exactly. And when you allow all of this noise to get inside your head, you're running as fast as you can nowhere. Yeah. So while, yeah. Oh, you know, while all those things are, they're, they're great things and stuff like that, but focusing on just that one, focusing on, you know, just having a podcast or if you want to do a YouTube channel or you've got something else, you know, that you're wanting to do, you know, focus on just writing a book, you know, do one thing, master that one skill first and use that as a building block to build up and propel your business for forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, sorry, as a, you just remind me of, you know, a couple more little notes on, you know, what to have in mind, um, do business the right way. Really do business for you, for your customers, for the longevity of your business, like play the long game always. Um, that's huge. And uh, actually, yeah, I'll just kind of stick with that. Just, just, you can't, you can't get away with doing shady business anymore. So don't even try, just do it the right way and you'll be better off for it. Um, the world needs people to walk the walk. We need people to show up. We need people to fight the good fight and not just when it's easy because it's not always easy. And show people what's possible. You know, build something that stands for something and be the kind of person that inspires people because you stand for something and you're, you're not going to bend on that when things get tough. And when you can do that, not only are you going to, you know, hopefully do great work and, and I obviously hope that you put a lot of time into your craft or your product or whatever that is to make sure that that's a great thing. But, but the, you know, everything that, that, that comes out for that product or for that craft or for that service um, stands for the same thing. And I think that's going to make it a lot easier on you to just work consistently and, and keep that flow going. But again, we need a lot more of that in the world. We don't need just more businesses. We need more businesses that are about something that stand for something that are really making a contribution. And that can be with anything. You don't need to be, you know, ending hunger or homelessness or something like that. You can be selling nice shoes. That's totally cool. <laughs> be doing it for a reason and, and do it the right way. Exactly. I absolutely love that. So as we start winding down here, there's people out there that are wondering, hey, man, what are some of Corey's favorite resources? 
his favorite business resources, his favorite personal development, his favorite books, influencers, podcasts, YouTubes, websites. What is it that you use to help feed into your mindset? All right. So I'm probably not going to answer this as in a way that your listeners love as much as maybe some of your other guests would do, because I do certainly have people that I enjoy reading. Like I enjoy Simon Sinek quite a bit. Um, I've read some great books by different people. And, and, and I think there's a lot of great pieces out there, little nuggets, if you will, of, of wisdom that, that fit. Um, I don't necessarily subscribe to any, you know, one guru, if you will, um, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts anymore, but when I was listening to a lot more podcasts, I was really into Tim Ferriss, um, really enjoyed his stuff, but I, all of my work was self-discovered. So it was all just, again, going back to being intentional and putting pieces together so that I could live my 10. And so I had to just rewire the, my brain, rewire the way that I thought. Um, I think that process is so worthwhile for anybody to, to try to figure out life better. Um, and I love talking with people. I find that that with, you know, like-minded people, with people who aren't like-minded, but just anybody who wants, who's curious and wants to have a real conversation, not about surface level stuff, but about real stuff. That to me is such a great way to grow. Um, and that's helped me so much and, and being surrounded by some really wonderful people who want to see me grow and I want to see them grow. And so we pull each other up. Um, that's, you know, that's been some great stuff. Um, it's been huge and, and it might not be specifically about personal growth. I mean, um, you know, before my kids were born, reading Janet Lansbury was, was such a big thing for me helping and my wife helping us form our parenting philosophy and just, again, be intentional about how we want to parent. Um, and just again, along the way, just, just, you know, little bits here and there, who do we like, you know, little Ralph Waldo Emerson, you know, quotes here and there, something like that, that speak to you or um, finding, again, finding things that are kind of consistent with, with who you want to be and building you up in, in your own image, not in someone else's. Thank you. Um, I, I uh, you're not the first person, by the way, who've said that like the people around you, <laughs> that is actually a, a becoming a more common answer. I think that you know, the people around that's you are actually great. a really good resource. Yeah, um, which I agree. You know, you want to have strong support systems around you. For um, sure. Yeah. Well, I'll say this too. Like when people ask me about books, for example, like can you recommend a book or can you recommend a podcast? I'll say I can definitely recommend books, but I want you to think about it like this. I can give you a book on karate. It's not going to help you be good at karate. Amen to that. Like it's, it's <laughs> right? So I think as supplemental stuff, like when I hear our, you know, mental gym members talking about a leadership book that they're reading or, or you know, a self-development book, I think that's great because it's adding to it supplemental. Um, they've got a framework already that now they're adding pieces to. I think that's amazing stuff. But it, for all the people out there who are, you know, reading books and, and listening to podcasts and maybe watching YouTube videos, um, certainly that's better than nothing. But again, it's like, how many podcasts are you going to listen to on karate and books are you going to read on karate? You got to go to the dojo. You got to learn karate and actually do it, right? So um, so better than nothing, but I would so much rather you do the work than read about it. Mm -hmm. that, that's, yeah. I, I definitely get stuck in the rut of um, 
books and podcasts. Um, I, tr yeah. I drive around a lot, so it's mm. easy for me to do those because I can listen to them in, um, um, I could listen to them in the car and, uh, yeah. So um, where can people find out more about you and your mission? Uh, personal greatness um, that's where you'll find info on me on the mental gym. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the personal greatness project. Those are probably the two best spots to, to get in touch. And, um, by all means, please get in touch. Like, I'd love to, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to talk hear where you're at and see, you know, how I can help any way I can. Great. That that's amazing. Thank you so much for being here Corey. this has been a fantastic conversation. I appreciate it. Oh, this is awesome. My pleasure. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to the family life movement podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.